Hi friends, this is 30 going on 13. So I'm in my 30s, but I feel like I'm just now learning things that I wish I would have learned when I was 13. Turns out I have a lot of learning and healing to do, and this is where I'm gonna do it. So let's go, it's time to grow. everyone welcome back to 30 going on 13 today's episode is going to be all about five different things that i have learned from all of my previous relationships and i have had these last six months to reflect and think about what went right what went wrong what i liked what i didn't like in all of those relationships and so now i have a very well thought out list of things that are important to me and I learned a lot from this last one, which was only six months, but because he treated me so differently than all of my other exes, I learned a ton from that relationship. So I will go into all of that in this episode, and I hope that this episode can help you learn through me and my mistakes and maybe save you some heartache or some poor decision making. So I hope you enjoyed this episode, and yeah, let's get right into it, baby. Episode eight, let's get it. Okay, so when I look back at all my relationships, I don't regret any of them. I still have nothing but love in my heart for all of my exes. So shout out to you guys for loving me in the way that you were capable of, for just accepting me in your life in whatever way that looked, and for all the fun memories that we created. And with that being said, there were definitely some rough patches in all of my relationships as well. So I'm going to go into five different things that I've learned throughout my previous 13 years of dating different men. I've obviously had numerous boyfriends. I think it was like five or six serious boyfriends. I'll get that stat for you. Actually, I should give you that stat now. So let me count. Okay. Within the last 13 years, I have had six serious relationships. They were all serious in their own way. I would just say one of them wasn't as serious as the rest. One of them was for sure my rebound. But anyway, all that to say, I've had six ex-boyfriends within the last 13 years, and I have learned so much from every single one of them. And the first thing that I learned is how a man should treat me. So they all treated me differently, but this last relationship that I had, which I gave him a nickname of Ready Ron, he treated me like a queen. He did so many things for me. He was so thoughtful, so caring, just wanted to improve my life in any way that he could Anything that I needed help with, whether it be something with my car, whether it be my laundry, literally anything that he could help me with, he wanted to do. So that treatment was completely brand new for me. I remember in relationships before, I didn't feel that same willingness to help the way that I felt from Ready Ron. So through dating Ready Ron for the six months that I dated him, I learned a lot about how a man should treat me. So like I had said in the last couple episodes, he treated me so well and took care of me in so many ways and I loved it initially. However, there was a point in the relationship where it became too much for me, where he would pack my lunches, he would make my coffee in the morning, he would put a note in my lunchbox, He would just literally do all of the daily tasks that like I enjoyed doing for myself because again, I never had this treatment. So I was always so used to taking care of my own needs in that way. So when he started doing this and was doing this throughout the entire relationship, at first it was nice, but then throughout it, I was like, okay, I think I miss making my coffee in the morning. 
Um, I think I miss packing my lunch because maybe I don't want chocolate covered almonds today for lunch. Maybe I want orange instead. So it was like those little things that ended up becoming overwhelming for me because I felt like I was losing myself the more that he was doing for me. So I learned the way that a man should treat me is obviously with kindness, with respect, and with a thoughtful mind. I want him to think about me and do things for me and help out when he can, but not to an extent like Ready Ron ended up doing because it was too much for me. So through that over-the-top treatment, I learned that I did like it, but I told him, I appreciate that you make my lunch, but maybe you could do it once a week on like a Friday as a nice treat versus every single day where that's something that I can find joy in. So I learned that I do want help from my partner for sure, but not with every single little thing in my life. And also I learned through his treatment that every single man that I'm with should be treating me like a queen, should think of me as the best prize in their life and should treat me like that. And if a guy does, that doesn't mean that I should fall in love with him and be with him and marry him because it's how he's treating me. Every guy I'm with should treat me like that. That's the bare minimum that I should be getting. And that should be it from everyone here on out. I should never settle for anything less than that. To me, now that I'm out of all those relationships, especially the one with Ready Ron, I realize it does not make a man special if he's being thoughtful, if he's treating me with respect. It doesn't make a man special if he wants to do something for you, if he wants to make you coffee in the morning. It doesn't make him special. That's what you should be getting. That's what everyone deserves. And that's what I deserve. Every man should treat me like that. And if he doesn't, then he's not meant for me. So I learned that from Ready Ron because I realized through that relationship with him that I was looking at his treatment as so special and so unique because I had never had it. So I was like, whoa, what is this? You want to pay for my gas every now and then? Oh my God, you want to pick up groceries for me? But now that I'm out of it, I'm like, that's what I deserve. I deserve treatment like that. So that is mind blowing that I finally learned that. And I'm so happy I did. So guys and girls, don't lower your standards for anyone. And don't make anyone out to be so special because they're being thoughtful or because they're being kind or because they're asking you questions about yourself. Like the fact that he asked me questions about myself and cared to get to know me and was interested in what I had to say, I thought that was so special. I was like, whoa, he cares about what I think. He must be an angel. He's the best. I have to date him now. Dude, every guy I go on dates with should be asking me questions about myself. Like, obviously. But again, I feel like I never really had that previous to Ready Ron. So when he gave it to me, I was like, this is amazing. Again, now that I'm out of it, I realize any guy that I'm dating should want to get to know me on a deeper level, should be asking me interesting, thought-provoking questions. Now I finally realize that's the bare minimum that I'll accept from a man. So I'm very grateful for learning that from all of my relationships, but mostly from Ready Ron. So thank you, Ready Ron, for that. I also learned that space is good in a relationship. So this is a huge one for me. And if you're friends with me, you're probably like, what? <laughs> Who is this girl? I know. I know. Trust me, I know. But I used to be that girlfriend that wanted to do literally everything with my boyfriends, like everything. And I was probably so suffocating now looking back because my whole world 
was my boyfriend. Again, I think a lot of that came from me just not having my own identity and a true sense of self. So my sense of self was my boyfriend, my family, my friends, but mostly my boyfriend. So with that, I just wanted to be with my boyfriend 24-7. They were my best friends. So I would do everything with them. Shared hobbies, family things, social events, literally anything. I would just want to be with my boyfriend. And while I was dating Ready Ron, I found myself wanting space from him. And I think a part of that was because we weren't best friends. So I didn't necessarily crave that time with him 24-7 like I did with my other exes. But in that relationship, I realized how important alone time was and how much I cherished time with my friends without my boyfriend and how much I craved going to the gym by myself or going on a walk by myself. For the first time, I realized, oh shit, like space is good for my mental health and for this relationship. It's so good to have space from your partner and to have your own life and your own identity separate from your partner. I never knew that until I was 30 years old. Now that I know this and now that I finally have a true sense of self and I finally am building my own identity, I'm just so excited for my next relationship because I know it's going to be nothing like all of my previous ones. I'm going to have my own life with my own hobbies, my own interests. I'm going to be my own person and my boyfriend is going to be his own person. And we're just going to come together when it's convenient for us, when it works and just add to each other's lives, but not need each other in the way that I used to need my exes. So I learned that space is good. I learned that having your own identity is crucial for being in a relationship. Like if you don't know who you are as a person, you shouldn't be in a relationship. And if you are, totally not judging you because that was me for 13 years. I had no idea who I was, but yet I was still finding myself in relationships because who I was was girlfriend Sophia for 13 years. So if you feel lost If you feel like you don't know who you are, if you feel like you don't have a true sense of self and you seek validation from others and you're a people pleaser and you want everyone to be happy around you and you care about other people's needs before your own, if any of those things sound familiar, I highly recommend to spend time alone because for six months I've been by myself and I've learned so much about myself and being single for six months has allowed me to finally build my own identity. I am no longer girlfriend Sophia, no more. Like she is gone. And I know parts of her are definitely gonna come back when I have a boyfriend, of course, because I'm super loving and I do love to be a girlfriend, but my identity is no longer girlfriend Sophia, which is wild. I never thought there was any other identity besides that until I was single. So all of that to say, bringing it back, Space is good in a relationship because if you have space from your partner, I feel like you're keeping that identity close to your heart. Any of those times that you have away from your partner, you're exploring that sense of self. You're investing in yourself, in your identity, and in who you are so that when you go back home to your boyfriend, you know exactly who you are and you know exactly what you have to offer. And so if he ends up one day treating you like shit, you're not questioning if you should stay or go. You're like, I'm too good for this and I'm out. But since I didn't have a true sense of self, I didn't have a high self-esteem, or I didn't know who I was besides a girlfriend, I never knew how to leave relationships. 
because I just didn't know anything else but being in them. It's so funny too, because before I dated Ready Ron, literally I was sitting at the table with my mom and my two brothers. And I was like, what do you guys want in your next partner? And everyone went around the table saying what they wanted in their next partner. And when it got to my turn, I said, I want a man who puts me first and who makes me his entire world. Then shortly after that, a few weeks later, I meet Ready Ron and I was his entire world. His whole world revolved around me. And I wanted that. I said I wanted that. I manifested him and then I got it. And I was like, whoa, I do not want to be your whole world. I literally told him, can you please go hang out with your friends? Can you go make plans with your friends? At a certain point, he was only making plans with friends when I had plans with my friends. But I wanted him to take initiative and like have his own life and have his own things, which is so wild because I literally wanted a man to make me his entire world. And he did. And when I had it, I was like, no, this is too much. No. So although you think you want something in a relationship, you might not actually want it once you get it because that's what happened to me. And yeah, it was suffocating and I didn't like it. I just wanted him to be his own person so that I could be my own person. So I learned that from him too, that I do not want someone to make me their entire world like that. I think there's different levels to that. And I think there's a balance in that. And I don't think he had balance with that. And I'm not saying anything bad about him and that that was wrong for him to be that way. It just wasn't right for me. I know there's another girl out there who would have appreciated the way that he was way more than I did. For me, it was too much. And I only learned that by living through it. Because again, on that checklist that I had, he hit everything that I wanted. But once I had it, I realized like, oh shit, I don't want that. And so my list completely changed throughout the relationship with Ready Ron, which I thought was really interesting and which is another reason why I'm super grateful for him. So that was a loaded bullet point, but basically investing in yourself while you're in a relationship is so important and I hope to do that in my next relationship. So the next thing that I learned from all of my relationships is that if I do not love myself, I cannot give or receive love fully. So I feel like with Ready Ron, I was definitely incapable of loving him because I did not love myself. And then looking back at all the other relationships that I had, I didn't love myself at all in any of my relationships. So all I was doing was pouring all of my love into them, which I'm sure was suffocating to all of them, which is I'm sure one of the reasons why we all ended. But since I didn't love myself... I was pouring all of that love elsewhere and I'm sure it was too much for them. I'm sure they weren't in a place to receive all of that love and I wasn't giving any of that love to me. So I feel like because I didn't love myself, I had these high, high expectations of my boyfriends to do certain things, to make me feel a certain way, to fill my cup, to validate me, to make me feel good about myself because I couldn't do that for myself. So I was looking outwardly at my boyfriend, love me, tell me I'm beautiful, like do this, do that, plan a future with me. I wanted all of these things from them and put all of these expectations on them and all of this pressure essentially on them to love me in a way that I couldn't love myself. So that was a huge problem, obviously. But I think loving yourself first fully is so important 
to finding the right person and being in a strong and healthy relationship. Now that I love myself in this way, I know that the next relationship I have is going to be the most beautiful experience of my life because I know what I can bring to the table. I have such clarity on who I am now, whereas I never had that before. So now I'm not going to be seeking love from my boyfriends in a very specific way because I need it to feel fulfilled or I need it to feel whole. No, I love myself. I fill my own cup. I am a-okay by myself. So whichever way my boyfriend wants to love me, I'll be fine with because it's just going to be a cherry on top. It's not going to be all the flour and all the eggs and everything inside of the cake. (laughs) I used to seek that foundation and all the flour and all the eggs and everything else that goes inside of a cake. I don't make cakes from scratch, so I don't know what else goes inside. (laughs) But I used to seek all of that for my boyfriends. And they would give me like crumbs throughout and they would try. But I was expecting way too much from them because I couldn't love myself. So if I wasn't loving myself, no matter what they gave me, it was not going to fill me up because I needed to fill myself up first. And now that I filled myself up, I make the foundation of the cake on my own. Then when my boyfriend comes, he's just the cherry and the sprinkles on top of the cake. But if he goes away, I'm still whole and I'm still fulfilled by myself, which is so cool. And I'm so happy for myself. I can't believe I'm here wild but it's taken me 31 years (laughs) to get to this point which honestly like some people probably never get here so super grateful for that so yeah loving yourself first is i think the most important thing and when you are actually ready to be in a healthy fulfilling relationship is when you fully love yourself and your girl is like right there baby i'm right there i'm almost ready so watch out boys (laughs) Okay, and then the next thing that I learned from my relationships is that I need a man that's very deep and in touch with his emotions. I am super sensitive, I am very emotional, and I'm very deep. So I learned that I need a man that can match me. I'm sure we're not going to be at the exact same level, but I do really want a man that can meet me where I'm at when I'm feeling sad or anxious. I want him to be there for me and just be able to support me in those times of need because I am emotional (laughs) and I have dated men in the past who were not very emotionally intelligent, were not in touch with their feelings and would make me feel like I was weak for having those kinds of feelings. And I think being vulnerable and open with your feelings and in touch with your feelings is a sign of strength, not weakness. And so I want a man who believes that as well because having feelings and emotions is a beautiful thing and it's what makes us human. So I don't want to be with someone who puts me down for that. I want someone who appreciates that part of me, loves it and can meet me there when I get to those points. And granted, I am happy most of the time, good vibes almost always, but there's times where I might need a listening ear, someone who's understanding and patient and that's all I want and someone who can be emotional with me. A good mix where we can just get deep one second and then we can be hysterical laughing the next. I want that good balance, you know? And then the last thing that I learned from all of my 13 years of dating is that I need someone to be on the same page as me with humor. I am a child at heart 
super carefree and very goofy. I do funny things. I say funny things, always ready to laugh. And I just want someone who can meet me at that level. Ready Ron and I did not have the same sense of humor. So I realized through that relationship that that was huge for me. I remember saying to Ready Ron one day something really funny and being super silly and just expecting that energy back. And he didn't give it to me. He kind of looked at me like I was crazy. And I was like, "Mm, okay, yeah, this is not a forever thing. (laughs) I just want to be able to joke and laugh with someone every single day. I remember looking back and comparing Ready Ron to Pup Daddy. And Pup Daddy and I were on the same wavelength with our sense of humors. I thought he was so funny and he thought I was very funny as well. I know he did. (laughs) So we were just two peas in a pod, hysterical laughing all day, every day, doing the funniest things. And when we were good, of course, we were just so on the same page. And I remember comparing Pup Daddy with Ready Ron and feeling like something was missing with Ready Ron because of that sense of humor piece. And I remember saying this thing that helped me while I was dating Ready Ron. And I said, I want to be able to be locked in a closet with my partner for days on end, if I had to be, and be able to hysterical laugh majority of the time. And that's what I had with Pup Daddy. If he and I were locked in a closet, we would not get bored. We would be hysterical laughing the entire time, guaranteed. And then when I was with Ready Ron, I'm saying this to myself about Pup Daddy. And then I'm like, well, if Ready Ron and I were stuck in a closet together, how would that go? I was like, I would get bored. And through that hypothetical situation, I realized how important it is for me to be with someone with the same sense of humor as me. If not the exact same, but similar. So yeah, I just want someone who's my best friend, who I won't get bored with, who makes me laugh, and who appreciates my sense of humor because I think I'm very funny. So if he doesn't think I'm funny, then there's a problem, you know? Next. So that is super important for me which again, I learned through Ready Run. So like all these things that I really didn't have on my checklist are now coming onto my checklist because of experiencing all these different types of men. Yeah, so those are the five things that I learned from 13 years of dating six different men. And I'm again, I'm super grateful for all of them because if I didn't have all of those experiences, I would not have this beautiful list right here to share with you guys and I wouldn't be who I am today and I appreciate all of my exes I appreciate getting to know all of their families all of their friends I've met so many people throughout these 13 years and just learned so much about myself throughout it all I learned so much about myself as a girlfriend and then being single for these last six months allowed me to learn about who I am so although I was girlfriend Sophia for 13 years I'm glad she's gone right now. (laughs) And I'm really excited to see who the next version of Girlfriend Sophia is. Because I think she's going to be so different than the last version of Girlfriend Sophia. She's going to be Girlfriend Sophia 5.0, baby. Best girlfriend there is. Healthiest relationship. So fulfilling. Like, I'm just so excited for the future. I don't know where my boyfriend is, but I know when it's meant to be, it will be. And... In the meantime, I'm just busy working on myself. I am busy healing. I am busy doing me. I'm busy having fun. I'm busy enjoying single life. It's so crazy to think that years ago, even in high school, I'd be like, I can't wait to have a house one day and like live on my own and have money and have a career and be able to do what I want. And now I'm living that. (laughs) 
I'm currently living what I've always dreamt of, except a little differently. I thought I would have a house with a husband right now and at least one child, but this is even better than I thought. (laughs) This is 31. And 31 to me today looks so different than I ever thought it would be. I literally expected this room that I'm in right now to be a nursery at this point in my life. But the room that I'm in right now is my podcast studio. (laughs) So what you expect life to unfold as, nine times out of 10, it's not going to. (laughs) But yeah, I expected 31 to be so different. And I'm so glad it's not what I expected (laughs) because I'm so happy. I just went out this weekend and drank and I was nervous too. But I also didn't really even think about it because I was with single girls, these amazing girls from the gym, and we were all on the same page. We're all early 30s. One of the girls is late 20s, but all single. And just the vibes were so high. And we are just such a fun single group of friends now. We created the group chat. We are thriving. I am thriving. And I feel like my life is just beginning. So I feel super blessed. I feel super happy to be where I'm at in my life. Thank you to my ex-boyfriends for everything and for nothing. (laughs) Nothing but love for all of you. But yeah, super grateful. And I hope this episode helped you in the way that it helped me. And if it did, then please tune in for the next one on Tuesday. And until then, happy healing. (laughs)